What if you were born with a disease that you always knew would kill you? And then what if all of a sudden you were given a second chance? Well, that's exactly what happened to me. And it's the question that we explore on the new podcast series, Breathless from Snack Labs. Join me, Jeremy Saunders, for a series that explores what it means to live and die, to love and to lose, and what it's like to have your whole life turned upside down and the unexpected challenges that come with a life-saving drug. You can listen to Breathless now, wherever you get your podcasts. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff: shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Sing that whole whistle that whole thing into the recording? Uh, no, oh. it wasn't recording. Oh. But I could. <laughs> it's hard to whistle when you're smiling. <laughs> there you go. That was great. Thanks. I liked the, the the version of it that you whistled right before the mics came on, where yeah. you invented your a new ending. No, it. that wasn't yeah. a new ending. Isn't yeah. that the way it ends? No, it would have been. It would have been in harmony with the ending. Really? About you. Hold yeah. on. <laughs> it's so Stop. fucking hard when you're laughing. <laughs> oh, oh my god, dude! You're just blowing into the mic. <laughs> Don't do that. Oh, God. Uh, hello, everybody. Hi. Hey, baby. Hello, my love. Ready to talk about some sex? Let's do it. Let's do it. Well, actually, we're not going to we're not going to do an intro this week. We're just going to throw it right to our um, our conversation that we had because we're doing a swap cast this week. Yeah, we are. Um, also, this is technically an intro, so we I are mean, doing an intro. Yeah, but we're not, you know, we're not doing the full. We're not giving you the full foreplay. Yes, that's right. We're skipping. We're right just to... jumping right into bed with clothes off. That's right. Into mm-hmm. a foursome. Um, uh, we, we sat down, so our hundredth episode, we did a little segment with the mm. momgasm gals and they were so fucking great. Yeah. 
and I'm just so in love with both of them. And uh, we were like, well, fuck, let's uh, let's record another episode with them. But they asked us to record an episode for their show. So this is technically their episode, but we're going to release it on our show. Mm-hmm. Um, and we and think you should probably I, I we think we, you should probably check them out. And oh, a hundred percent. So uh, if you share anything, uh, share Momgasm with all your friends yeah. and go listen to it. You don't have to be a mom. Um, they're just very, very lovely women mm-hmm. um, and very funny. funny. Right up our alley. And honest to God, like, I feel like we'll probably do, like, an episode with them once in once in a while. Yeah. I like checking in with people. Yeah. And they're and they're really easy to talk to. Mm-hmm. Um, but before we throw it to this week's episode, a couple of things. A couple of housekeeping items. Big Toronto. announcement. Toronto. Toronto. We're coming. We're going to uh, be there. We're going to be there July 16th, 17th, 18th, and 19th. We're going to be recording uh, a total of 10 episodes, Mm -hmm. and on the 18th of July, which is a Thursday, we're going to do a live show, Uh, and we're going to be, it's going to be BYOB, so bring your, bring your buds and bring your booze. Mm -hmm. Also, don't tell anyone that we announced that. Yeah. Legally, I don't think we're allowed. Super illegal. Yeah. Uh, Bring your booze, bring your friends. Uh, We have an amazing guest lined up. Um, and I cannot wait for the world to hear the words that she has to say. She has a crazy story. Oh, great. That I'm hoping she'll be down to tell. Okay. It was a story she told me when I met her. Okay. And it has to do with dom, dominatrixing. Oh, fantastic. Dominatrixing. Domining. Um, the verb. Uh, well, great. I, uh, I think that that is going to be a really exciting time. I loved doing a live show in Toronto the last time we did it. And I, I just know this one's going to be even better. Yeah, for sure. So we're going to have some fun. Uh, tickets will be on sale. Um, well, let's say what's today. Today's Wednesday. Um, tickets are going to go on sale on, uh, Wednesday, June 3rd. July um, 3rd. Uh, actually hold on. Wait a minute. Do, um, <laughs> I don't know. When, when do you want? <laughs> we should have talked about this. When do you want to put tickets up? Let's put them up right now. Tickets are up, bitches. <laughs> All right. So go to uh, go to uh, go to turnmeonpodcast.com. No, don't do that. Don't do that. Go to our Instagram. Go to our Instagram at turnmeonpodcast and the link to tickets will be in our bio. That's right. So tickets are up. Uh, you can go get them there and we'll announce tickets are up later. So if you're listening, then you get first dibs. If you're listening to this right now and you go get your tickets right now, you're probably going to be one of the first people to get the tickets. Except for our Patreon listeners who will get first, first, first dips. <laughs> That's right. And Patreon, you know who you are. So yeah. check your inboxes because right. we're emailing you. Um, and yes, there's that. So we can't wait for Toronto. It's going to be fucking rad. Uh, the other big thing that we want to talk about is Best of Halifax. The nominations are open again. Um, they're basically looking for people to nominate um the first round so what you can do is google the coast best of voting is open go to like news and media or whatever the fucking subject is and then go to best podcast and type in turn me on turn me on podcast um and hopefully we'll we'll get enough of you who do that and then that way we'll be up against actually sick boys already pushed over to the 
the next round because we won gold oh, okay, last okay. year. So hopefully we'll get enough to, to compete against Sick Boy again, and I would love to beat Sick Boy. I would. Rose. It would be very fun. Um, so do that. And you don't have to live in Halifax. Hell, if you're out there and you're doing this, uh, you know, if you live in California, fuck, you can go on over and do that. Yeah. The Coast is one of our alt-weeklies here in Halifax. And so just look up the Coast. Oh, my God, Rose, be quiet. <laughs> the Coast, Halifax, best of, and go vote for us. Thanks so much. Um, we really appreciate you guys. Yeah, appreciate Is that it? Um, I think so. Yeah. Should we jump right in? Jump right into it. Um, so, you know, full disclosure, I drank a bottle of wine while we were chatting. Uh, I haven't listened to the episode yet, so I don't know if, if, if what I'm saying makes sense right to the end, but I do know that, um, that I, I said something that, uh, Jeremy interpreted as if I was some sort of really into bestiality, which I'm not. And I just want to get that out of the way. First thing, because I don't know if I was uh, if I was quite good at, at as good at defending my my actual what I was saying while I was um, while I was like, you know, half a bottle in. You were pretty drunk by the time that podcast was I drank over. a bottle of red wine. Yeah, I was feeling um, good. I was and just and also uh, um, one of the gals was a little a little high. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, uh, a little stoned. Yeah, a little stoned. stoned, stoned. So, uh well, I mean, that's just what it was still a great conversation. It's fine. Yeah. I fucking loved it. Yeah. I love hanging out with stone and drunk people. I <laughs> uh, hope you guys enjoy it. Go on over to Momgasm. Uh, check them out. Subscribe, uh, rate, review, all that shit. Um, let's, let's give them our love. Give them our support because I would love to see them take off and, and, and you know, kind of put their, put their mark on the podcasting world. Mm-hmm. So I hope you enjoy this, and we'll see you on the other side. Bye. On, on the mountain, right? They have called those... LARPing. Oh. Me and Ollie yeah. want to do LARPing. Oh, my God. I've never said that out loud. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you were rolling on that. That's uh, <laughs> I could we see totally this. In my, especially oh, yeah. after your uh, confession <laughs> yeah. that you shared. Man, I, see, yeah, I have a fascination with, like, medieval stuff and, like, gladiator, like, all that kind of stuff I mm-hmm. fucking love. And me and Ollie have this, like, dream of dressing up in, like, knight's armor and just fucking go, not, like, having sex, but, like, going at it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. I feel, it might, I feel it might lead there. Maybe. It could. I mean, it probably takes a while to take off well, the knight's gear. Afterwards, right? when you take all your gear exactly. off, right? stink, Ooh, and it's, like, real medieval off, times. Right? <laughs> but... <laughs> LARPing, that never really took off, did it? Because I remember it coming never in. took off. What the fuck are you talking huge. about? Yeah, it's huge. Where is it in the media? It used to be. There, I remember when a couple of shows came out that there, were about LARPing. They don't like there's nerds a, in the media. They don't no. like. They keep the nerds. They just I think keep the nerds over in the corner. It's kind of like Dungeons, Dungeons and Dragons. Like they don't. A lot of people don't really talk about That's it. But it's like a huge underworld. It's getting one of those. <laughs> Dude, it is. Yep. Fuck, man, it is. <laughs> your, your choice of words was just delightful to me. Uh, are it all, the board it all games? exists in the upside down. <laughs> what? <laughs> the board games that you play, are they on the same level as like magic and D&D? Like um, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. it's pretty fucking nerdy. Jeremy's really into some like long ass board games. Which Such ones? as? Um, uh, Gloomhaven is one. I've heard of that one. Um, another one is called uh, Twilight Imperium. I mean, you fucking sit down to play Twilight Imperium, you're playing for at least 12 hours. Whoa. It's stupid. You look like wow. that was a it. groan of like, I could get into that. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to lie, we do. We're pretty into, yeah, games. Yeah, that's, that's us. We're nerds. I we can- are, man. <laughs> you're looking at me like I'm fucking weird. No, because I'm uh, high. Yeah, you are. It's not, <laughs> it's not really about you. It's are, just are you, everything is revolutionary right now to me. <laughs> I've never heard this before. Are, are you not into the games as much? Uh, not so much. Okay. But <coughs> my little brother is a super hard gaming nerd. I've like been around. <laughs> I have friends that game. <laughs> it's, it's more so, I think it's just I don't have... It's not high on my values or priorities. I mean, I don't dislike it, yeah. but I'm not. You're open to the gaming. I'm open to the gaming, but I'm I'm not going to seek it out. There is something about that time commitment that I'm like, it's not Make about sure my you're focus. You're more direct. Yes. At that at that guy. This thing. Yeah. Oh, I can do that sorry. for you. Um, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead, buddy. I I, I It's not that I don't have the focus then. for a twelve-hour game. I totally do. Yeah, yeah. But I don't. Um, strategy games are not my forte. No. Nope. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I'm not really big on strategy strategy games. Um, like always, really into. Um, he used to be into Risk, and oh, I yeah. fucking. <laughs> hate risk i like the idea of risk. i like yeah. the idea but man he yeah him his friends like would really get into it but um what's the fucking one that we i think it's called knights of camelot and then there's this other one that we really really love and i can't fucking remember what it is but it's more like role-playing game it's fucking medieval my god i do yeah. have this weird thing for me <laughs> yeah. what the fuck but yeah it's, it's medieval and yeah it's like more role-playing like you're just like taking on this character and you're like yeah charge and then yeah, I'm just okay. <laughs> have you ever been to? <laughs> I did not think we were gonna talk about. This. Have you ever been to medieval times? <laughs> no, I don't think I have. Oh man, that's it's in sh- Ontario. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's the one where everywhere. they do it's all over the mm. states. Like the not the LARPing, but like actual medieval fighting, right? They split the audience into yeah. four different colored rows of seating. So like it's a, it's four quadrants of seating: the yellow group, the red group, the blue group, and the green group. And then there's a yellow knight, a blue knight, a green knight, a red knight. Fuck, and cool. the knights come out and they actually like do like knight shit. You know, so like they <laughs> yeah, have like the like sword fight yeah. against each other. They'll do the, the jousting. Yeah, that's, I couldn't remember the word for it. And they're, they're doing all this stuff to, to win the affection of the princess. And so each, each fucking group of like the quadrant of, of fans are cheering for their night and while while this is all going on it's like a two-hour show um and there's fucking horses and like it's a whole thing and while they're doing it they bring out uh you get like a a a, uh a turkey leg uh, well yeah you get a you get a big fucking drumstick turkey leg they don't have forks or knives uh, you just eat that shit with it's your hands. It's dinner theater. It's medieval yeah. dinner and, theater. And a awesome. giant fucking, what's the name of stein? like? Stein. A stein of mead. It's the fucking coolest. Oh my God. Second honeymoon. This is happening. <laughs> <laughs> That's like amazing. I feel like, I feel like you're getting uh, full body chills over there. I actually am. You know what I love about it? it is it's so like <laughs> playful. Like there mm. might be, uh, I'm just thinking about like the people who are listening to this and being like, I bet actually quite a few of our listeners are are like playful role-playing 
type. I, I have a feeling. Yeah, we got we role got play that is going big on. in some of the people that but, listen to our show. But play is like so important as well mm. as for adults to like incorporate into their lives, and it's like whatever your playtime. Do you guys fuck is. with role play in like in the sexy time? Yeah. 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 Yeah, we do. Uh, hard no. Hard no. Hard no. Wow. Really? No. Because well, this this kind of ties into what we're gonna get into eventually. Like, it's only sexy talk was not a thing for us. Mm. Really? It was just it was weird. Like, was do you weird. mean sexy talk in in all facets? Like, Kinda. like se- talking during sex, talking text sex. Yeah, thing? all of the above. Oh wow, all of the above. I was just a no, no. None of like, none of like, nothing like, fucking come inside me or spit in my mouth or <laughs> definitely pull not. my pull my fucking hair. You no, like a little twat. None of that. None of that stuff. No, none of that. You don't. You don't call. You don't call him daddy. Uh, jokingly, I do now to tease him because he fucking hates it. Because and then both of us will look at each other and we're like, oh. <laughs> really gross it's really gross so no that's really funny what's really funny about that is is the whole daddy thing is like becca literally becca legitimately calls me daddy oh man oh wow and but it's oh yeah but but it it's and it it started as a joke turned very serious but before it all started i was always saying daddy to like taylor and brian and like so and so it's become so commonplace and at first, it was very uncomfortable. It was and funny. Like yeah. we did it because it made us go, ugh. Yeah. yeah. But now it's literally, like I'll I'll catch back. Like we'll be in a fucking restaurant, and she'll be like, "Thanks, Daddy." Like I'll, like as I'm paying or something, what? and I'll catch it and go, "Oh my god, that fucking waitress!" <laughs> literally just heard you say that, and I could see her face, like the waitress's. If face. it doesn't work for you, it really doesn't work. Oh yeah. man, I know. I love that. I love. I love that it's become so commonplace. Anyway, guys, this is fucking exciting. We got a little yeah. like little uh, podcast um, marriage four way mm, four way yeah. happening here. I know Lindsay and I are both high. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're high too. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad I'm not alone. No. Sober Sally's over here. I guess you're drinking beer. I'll, I'll fucking get into the beer with you. Fired up. Um, we. So I mean, I, I this is I my favorite thing is when podcasters come together because it it always just turns into everyone like respecting the microphones, right? Yes, and also everyone just like interviewing everyone else. Yep. Um, Out listening each other. Yeah, one up in each other on the listen <laughs> game. Uh, but we just recently had you on our one hundredth episode. Yeah. And it was such a fucking treat to have you guys kind of kick that episode off. And immediately, like that, right after that conversation, Brady was like, "We got to get him on again." And then, like the week later, you guys were like, "Come on, momgasm," and we were like, "Yeah." And so we're here to do that now. Yeah. But I think I think we're we're, we're just gonna both release this. Yeah. Oh, as, yeah. At like at the same <laughs> the same time. Fucking a. I um, love that. So that's really exciting. Uh, how's how's the podcast life going? Going fucking good. Yeah. yeah. It's going really good. You guys just celebrated like a 2,000 downloads. It was a very like. Yeah. That's fun. That was fun. That mm. was big. It's It was weird. It felt like a, a week of really big things yeah. for a while. Or like there was like this two-week succession mm-hmm. where we were experiencing all of these kind of big <laughs> wins where we got to record with you guys, which was amazing. And then we spoke on a stage with you Brady, which that was, was pretty fucking awesome i loved that oh, that yeah. was awesome like, oh, this please i agree yeah mm-hmm. it was very intimate mm-hmm. i really liked it yeah yeah it was delightful 
Well, but I'm stoked to have you guys back in the studio. Yeah. Yeah, this is it's fun to hang out. You guys are right? awesome. Like I feel like this should just be like a regular thing that we do, right? Like let's take do some live shows effects. together. Oh my fucking god, please. <laughs> 100%. Actually though, okay. We could like if yeah. we could tag team the same guest, you know, there's just real put them really yes. put them through the just ringer. Just run train on them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we could have like interrogations. I was no, uh, okay. I was speaking of running tr- <laughs> speaking of running train. I'm not gonna I'm gonna I'm not gonna name names. I'm trying to get them on the show. But I was uh, I was spending time last night at um, I would say like new friends house uh, couple, mm. and uh, we were we were discussing some upcoming things, some events that are happening, and uh, and in the midst of like this conversation, uh, they start talking about their plans for the evening, and they're like, yeah, we're 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 having like a train this evening and I and I was like huh? oh uh, huh? and they're like yeah no um so it was it was a, a, a man and a woman in the couple and uh the 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 man of the couple had set up um uh five other guys who were coming over that evening and sh- uh the female in the couple didn't know who they were so it was all secret for her and this was like a massive fantasy for her to like play this out and they were all just going to come over to the house and have a big old just run train on on this uh, this inviting wow. young woman, and I was sitting there going, "How have you guys not come on my podcast?" <laughs> and they're like, "What do you want us to talk about this shit?" Because like we got lots more where this came from, and it was a really fascinating conversation. It wasn't the first time they've done it. What? Mm-hmm. Where? Why didn't you tell me? How come this is the first time I'm hearing? Because I, I I like telling you things on the show for. This is really the only yeah. time we can. She does the same fucking thing to me. <laughs> I, I love the fuck. I totally you do the same save thing. Your shit up. Right? But you do, mm. and it's it just makes it that much more fun. And then, and then we get authentic reaction, mm-hmm. like which that is was authentic, delightful. Very, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, but that's sorry. You go ahead. No, no. I was <laughs> you go. <laughs> Please back to the train situation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was just gonna say that's like it is super common, like having that kind of fantasy. I'm. I'm a part of this Facebook group. I was part of it before we started Momgasm, mm. and it was started by Angela Gallo from Australia. She's a doula. She's amazing, radical, badass bitch. And Isn't she Canadian? She yeah. is. Yeah, but she lives in Australia now. Um, the group was called the MILF Manual, and it was it was basically just a bunch of moms fucking horny, randy, like wanting something different. And the majority of the conversations in there were about women – uh, in a monogamous relationship wanting to open up the relationship mm. and I was actually like fucking flabbergasted I was like okay I didn't know this was as prevalent as it actually is like I only knew one other couple that was polyamorous when I lived in London Ontario and when I was a teenager I had kind of fucked around a little bit and I was a part of like this group of people there was just there was a three of us and we would fuck around and it was kind of like a relationship but kind of not but besides that, like I had no other knowledge and had no other idea that this was this was bigger than what I knew. And like living here in Nova Scotia, there's really not a whole lot of conversations about it. Like it's just more like, oh, I was really fucking drunk and we fucked around and that was it. Like there's no conversations about like this is what me and my partner agree on. This is what we want and this is what we're going for. And so. I was really attracted to you guys. I was like, this is amazing. You guys are talking about it. You're raising awareness. And then, like, yeah, this story 
this woman inviting five men over like this is way more common than people fucking think mm-hmm. it's very common and very we, it, in nova scotia it's very common yeah i mean there's a there's a thriving kink community here but not even kink just polyamorous totally. like people are they're just tend to be more secretive they just mm. tend to not be like publicizing it and we would never have known that unless we had just started had publicizing it. exactly it. Yeah. yeah but it it is is like i guess you know we're privy to those sort of headlines and those stories and mm. those conversations because people they cross our paths because mm-hmm. we google things and google's like oh you want to see more of this so mm. see how much there is mm-hmm. i know that I, I know you know that there's like a, a big difference sometimes between fantasy and reality mm-hmm. and so like fantasy is real, real fun to think about but then when you're like in mm-hmm. the moment and you're about to pull the trigger it's like yeah. oh my fuck i don't know if i can do this yeah um do you have have i've definitely had fantasy of like five women running train on me like fucking tie me up but like just take just take full control Let, like yeah. you know use me um, and, and I have, I'm like 99.999 repeated percent sure the moment that that ever does occur, I'm just going to go, oh yeah, like absolutely. There's no, there's no question I'm in. Mm. <clears throat> First question for all of you, uh, do any of you have, is that a fantasy for any of you of like, of just having like six dudes just giving you all filling all the holes yeah i actually watched this porno once and it was of it was kind of fucked up now that i think about it (laughs) and i can't believe i'm gonna say this out loud but it's kind of fucked up it was basically like this burn and it was like in like russia or like the czech republic or something like that and it was just like a bunch of girls and like one all you could see was her pussy one all you could see was her butt one like it was just like a bunch of different like orifices and holes but you couldn't see the girl's face and then all these guys were like coming in and paying and just like fucking and chucking and leaving and for whatever reason when i first watched it i was just like this is horrible like the feminist inside of me was like oh my god and then later that night i was like shit like i don't know like that's that's kind of (laughs) nice And, like, every so often I'll catch myself, like, fantasizing me with legs up in the air, kind of like a glory hole, and guys just, like, coming in, fucking me, and leaving. And I said that to Ollie one night. He was like, huh, I, I, uh, I, I don't know what to think about that. <laughs> I was like, I don't know either, but here it is. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know if I could actually, like, ever do it, because, like you said, there's a difference between fantasy and reality. Mm. Yeah. And Ollie and I, we don't have an open relationship. We're totally monogamous, not closed off to it, said, you know, maybe in the future, like, I don't know, but I don't know if I ever could have the guts to be in a barn and having guys coming in and just fucking me. All the guys from fucking, like, Nostrovia, the fucking small town, and, like, the town surrounding, just all these farm hands, (laughs) you know, they just finished milking the cows or <laughs> tilling the field or whatever the fuck what the fuck do they do i don't even know oh, what, I, what does what does that smell like that I burn mean, it, do, it, it smells like heaven uh yeah heaven. it might yeah yeah it might I'm sure it's somebody's heaven yeah, yeah exactly my heaven. my heaven guys how about how about you i have so many things to say about this topic <laughs> good <laughs> great um 
first of all, I think uh, I think this whole idea of like being alarmed the feminist in you being alarmed at your fantasy is like so normal yep. because mm-hmm. we we you know we are women all of you know the three of us here are women that that have like probably pretty play pretty masculine roles in our lives mm. and uh so to get to the point where you can be really feminine right. is like it feels contradictory to like what we're supposed to be doing but it's such a fucking relief Mm. Um, is that really feminine do you think that would feel really feminine well i don't know having like having 25 farmers come in and fuck well i'm gonna interject yes Mm -hmm. just a Mm -hmm. hot second yeah uh if that's okay uh i think it would depend on the person yeah right right like especially in like what you're describing where it's like i'm assuming if these women can't like you can't see their faces yeah. they can't see yeah the person too so it's like mm. i'm sure there's people that are like oh that sounds tantalizing and amazing yeah i on the other hand i'm like hard no mm-hmm. turn me on we'll be right back after this word from our sponsors hey i'm ryan reynolds at mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. So the t- the person I've been listening to speak a lot about, like, the masculine and feminine, mm. which is totally rocking my world right now. His name is John Wyland. I, I, I watched one of his videos today, and it was called What Women Crave, um, Desire Without Neediness. And this totally resonated with me. But the idea is w- that behind a lot of the stuff he talks about is, like, we're all composed of a masculine and feminine balance, mm. no matter your sex, no matter your gender. Um, and that... Any expression of emotion or fantasy is a feminine energy and where masculine is rooted in consciousness. So there's the groundedness and then there's the, mm. the up here-ness. And, uh, and so when I, think, I think it's just feminine on the basis of like uh, fantasy. Yeah. You know, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, yeah. it's being ravished, yep. you know. Um, and so that, that's my basis for saying that. But I, 
my version of that is like honestly sometimes I feel like the only way I can like come or like reach reach the orgasm is by fantasizing that whatever is is happening to my body is happening multiple times over so almost like a like this is gonna sound so fucking weird is like a an animal with like little like a litter a litter just like feeding off my body Whoa. yeah so like one on each nipple hold, one on my hold, pussy. Hold, hold on hold on hold on hold on what? I feel what? that. What did is, you um, say? I, I mean, like I was giving just giving life force to animals. No, 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 humans. Oh, but it's okay. like you know that feeling of being like latched on. It's like Girl, that neediness. Oh. Is that being latched onto? It's just like okay, that makes all sense. right. Fucking feed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Feed. I thought you were specifically talking about animals, no, and no, I was no, like, no. whoa, this is crossing no, some fucking crazy lines. It's not like that. Okay, <laughs> it's not like that at all. Right, great. Do you know what I mean? Though? I know what you're talking about. Okay, yeah. now you know, kind of know what I mean. I know what you're talking about because I'm a latcher. Yeah. Like, it, yeah. Now, if I see you a boob, were, I, two hands, how suckle. would you feel being on a boob, another man on the other boob, and another man on the on the pussy? Yeah, sure. Would you participate in that? Oh yeah, for actively? sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you want to have those experiences with, yeah. with other mm-hmm. men you're attracted to? Yes. Yeah, I would. I would. I mean, I would definitely be super game if i was a part of that and the other two guys were also uh very attractive to me if i found them attractive <laughs> it would just make it better i you know i don't It'd know if I, so better. I don't know if i want to do it with like the dudes down in ukraine that you're talking about <laughs> wait, 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 wait. i gotta clarify hands. i do not want the dudes in ukraine <laughs> okay. I, don't, I mean hey they might be handsome I just no, feel like they they're too hairy. Work. They fucking work. I don't want. I don't want those worker men. I want. I want soft, yeah, yeah. supple, little, mm. like, little, little s- slippery seals. You want huh? hands that have done some work, oh, yeah, and you yeah. want. I want Virginia. hand models. Yeah. yeah. Models. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it makes sense. I would fantasize about that because my husband Oliver, he, he has a master's in philosophy. He's a writer, author, editor. Like he. He's not an author yet, but he's writing his book. So, like, he's he taps into his feminine a lot, which I love. Like, he has a really great balance between masculine and feminine. But I do catch myself sometimes fantasizing about men that have calluses on their hands mm. and who work on the farm because that's my oh, yeah. husband's not like that. Mm. So it's only natural that I would fantasize about something different. Mm. Um, and what you said about the my fantasy being kind of feminine about control totally makes sense for me because like i'm very much in my masculine i very much need control like Mm. i say to oliver all the time and it's kind of fucked up we're working on it but i'm like you can't come on to me only i can come on to you like i'm the one initiating holy shit (laughs) yeah (laughs) whoa yeah. Is that part of this, like, uh, medieval role play thing? I don't know, man. Like, maybe fuck it is. Like, maybe one of my past lives, I was some, like, badass warrior bitch. I don't, I don't fucking know. But um, What's your name from uh, Game of Thrones? Bryn? Uh, yes, yes. That's exactly yes. what I was Brienne just thinking. That's yes, me. Brienne right of Short hair, blonde hair, right? <laughs> yeah. Working. I mean, That's yeah. why it's fucking working. Not the look. <laughs> halfway um, there. Halfway there. Yeah. So that, that makes sense. Like, I... I know, like I'm, I'm, I am totally aware that I need to relinquish my control, and like this is something I work on every day, mm-hmm. um, and that's something Ollie and I are working on. Like I'm trying to let him come on to me more often, 
But it's fucking hard, man. Watch some of this fucking John Wyland okay. stuff. Because here's what he says. He goes, he goes, it's pretty amazing, he yeah. goes, the masculine, the masculines, masculine in, can entice the feminine in, in their, ma- in their masculine partners. So you, you know, end of the day, you've been in your masculine yeah. all day. The, the, your partner can, can mm. tease the feminine out of you right. with a, it, that's that's what I think we're talking about. This we're talking about foreplay, too. Yeah. And, like, I need it to start when the clothes are on, when yep. the the day needs to shift, mm. when my role is time to shift. It's, like, that's what I need is the, the partner who's, like, going to make me laugh. And, you know. That's what I need. Like, yeah. yeah. I'm really funny, guys. Yeah. So <laughs> just, uh, just Massage yourself, too. This, this is really interesting, though. We actually ended up talking about this on our podcast. Yes. The this will be two weeks out. ago. I was going to say it comes out. Tomorrow. tomorrow yeah tomorrow um we were we were getting into the whole conversation of the really intense shift uh that happens in motherhood going from like provider which is very masculine to to letting go of the financial provision and especially for self-employed women where i'm like i like being a contributor i like doing the things because mm-hmm. i am very masculine energy to shift and let go and and surrender to the feminine is really it can be a mind fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. for somebody that is masculine dominant, typically the bedroom is where I'm like, no, like pleasure center, all feminine. So it's interesting. How do you make that transition? Yeah. Um, I don't know. It just happens easily for me. Um, that being said, I do, I, does start with the clothes on it does start like when I when I come in and sometimes if it's not been happening for a while that's when it's like hey conversation time Mm -hmm. what's what's going on what do you need something from me so that we can get back into our our not routine but kind of the the dance that we have yeah Mm -hmm. that's been a constant thing for me and when I started listening to John Wyland I was like that's what's happening that's what's Mm. happening is like I can't turn that part of myself off Mm -hmm. and I do like to be a little dominant in the bedroom but that can that can be it can be ebb and flow through Mm. the thing but I do need in order to feel attracted and turned on I do need to get into my feminine in a big a big way I need I need a, a and the video I watched this morning which was like women men the, or the, sorry, not women and men, but the masculine likes desire with need. Mm. Like, I need you. I need your body. Mm. Like, you know, but the feminine needs desire in a way that's like, I desire you. Come sit over here next to me. Mm. Or this is what he said today. He goes, he goes, come sit next to me. Crawl across the floor to me, which is like rooted, grounded, demanding. Not a question like, I need you to. I need you to participate in this like sexual act. It's I want you. I'd love to watch him have sex. He's one of those people where I'm like, He's I very imagine very sexy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, speaking of, <laughs> this is a little bit of a departure here. Uh, I, I, we're gonna have him on the show one day. I know we will. Um, but uh, coming back to the like fucking all those farm boys. Um, <clears throat> do you guys know what the record is? I got some crazy sex records here that I think we should go through. Give them to me. Uh, most sex in a day. What would you? What would be your guess? Oh man, I fucking read about this years ago. It was a girl at a, like a porn convention, wasn't it? Um, Not a girl, woman. Uh, um, I want to say over a hundred. Lisa Sparks, no. a pornography actress, yep. broke the record for having sex with the most people in a day. Lisa penciled in 
less than 24 hour sex sesh in October 2004. This might have been, this is a while ago. So that, I mean, this might be, it might, the record might have been broken. Uh, what's your guess? You said o- over 100? Yeah, I, th- I think like between 150 and 100. I'm thinking I about would, my vagina and I'm being I, like you know, 40. Right? I was like 35 is what I was yeah. thinking. Yeah, you guys are going to fucking no. lose your minds. 919, fellas. No, no all that happened she there. She spent that's a good sex. solid 94 seconds dedicated to each one. Perhaps not the most romantic lovemaking Sorry, session overall, seconds? but 94 seconds each. Yeah, that's doable. That's a lot. That's... That's but it constitutes but a sex. Yeah, though. that's well. Th- yeah, that's I like mean, rapid pumping for ninety seconds. You're having the insertion of a penis for over a minute uh, for almost twenty four hours. <laughs> but this is a thing that we're all trying to break down: that is that lot. sex does not mean penetration. Right? Not always. Yeah. That's right? right. Not always. Yeah. In this case, it In did. In this case, it did. That was their. That was their barometer. Much fuck. harder to wow. measure the other. What stuff. do you guys think about the furthest <laughs> ejaculation? Holy moly. Ten and a half feet. Whoa. I don't know if that's possible, but 900 was a lot. It is a lot, yeah. Ten feet? Ten and a half feet? I'm going to say six. Okay. I was going to say eight. 18 feet, nine inches. (laughs) That's almost six meters. Holy shit, man! That you, I, mean, I want to know what position he was standing if in. You, yeah. If you were standing, if if you were standing a foot in front of him, you'd lose a fucking eye. Right? Yeah, you're that's getting, some velocity. My God, blasted! How do you do that? Like, does he like? Did he was he edging for like a fucking month straight and I, then just yeah. fucking shot his load? Well, it's you his, know probably what? Probably is one skill. Yeah, <laughs> and here's the here's the interesting thing about that is I, um, one time I was I was really drunk with my friend. Uh, I'll just say Andrew because I don't know if Andrew wants me to fucking throw him completely under the bus. So his name is Andrew, and uh, we were on <coughs> PEI, and we were we were really really drunk, and we were hanging out with a bunch of these wrestlers. It's a fucking random time in my life, <coughs> and we were we were we were both like, hey, let's go pee. So we went like around the corner, and we pee we were peeing on the side of the wall of this building, and naturally, it like when I stand and pee, I pee down at the ground. Well, Andrew was like. How far up the wall can you pee? And I was like, I don't, I don't know. So I like tip my dick up and I start to push it up. And like I maybe pushed my pee like to about chin height, maybe. Yeah. And he was like, want to see something crazy? Oh, and I was no. like, yeah. And he fucking points his dick up and he goes. <laughs> and he pushed that piss like double his height. It was okay. absurd. It That's was insane. Not good for your pelvic floor, man. No, no. It's good. I was just <laughs> going to say it's that. It's really good for your pelvic floor. I, this I, is I can't I imagine it's good for your urethra. Because uh. I bear down. So this is this coming question. Mm-hmm. I bear, when, if I bear down when I'm coming, I feel like there's a velocity of fluid coming out of me. But when a man, a penis bears down, when a penis bears down, does it inhibit the flow of cum or does it amp like does it does it boost it you're asking the wrong guy man Can i don't, I don't even have I, I come I like i literally come like a but like, there's like this little <laughs> that's my cum that's this little drip this little drip it goes <laughs> if my if me coming made a noise it would be <laughs> oh why <laughs> that oh, needs to be animated. It really does. Oh, shit. Um, um, what I was gonna. 
Hey, I got more of these records. <laughs> what were you going to say? Uh, oh, man. <laughs> I was going to say that there would be a difference between, um, whether you're a man or a woman, there's a difference between, like, bearing down and, like, yeah. activating your pelvic floor, like, lifting your pelvic mm. floor. So, I mean, we, I say we, really, it's me, um, have been doing a bunch of looking into, like, um, <coughs> oh, my God, I'm going to have a <coughs> brain malfunction. Um. I'm doing pelvic floor lifts, by the way. I'm sure. We... Anytime we talk about it, we automatically just kind of start Crunch doing it, it without even thinking right. about it. I don't it. even know what I'm doing. I'm going to join right. in right. now. Yeah. So what, Jeremy? Um, we've been and doing. One. We've been and doing. Two. <laughs> and three, and four, and out. I'm up on the one, on the two. <laughs> okay. All right. So what I was trying to say <laughs> and just fucking failing horribly at saying Sorry. is. We've been doing a lot of looking into like male orgasm versus male ejaculation and how you can kind of reach orgasm without ejaculation. And that has to do with a lot with your pelvic floor. And so it's that like lifting. I've done that a few times. And strength and mm -hmm. pelvic floor, which is going to stop anything from coming. And then mm -hmm. pushing is like allowing your pelvic floor to like forcefully push fluid or liquid or come out. Mm -hmm. So it's it's different. Is it is one bad and one not good? Well, you don't want to have excessive load either way, right? Excessive load. Yeah. Lifting so or it's, pushing. Yeah. So if you're constantly like straining to push your shits out every day or power peeing every day, that's that over time is going to probably or potentially cause some problems for your pelvic floor. I really only bear down if I'm coming. I don't bear down. Oh, yeah, I like do too. Or, or that other number two. I don't like the word poop. <laughs> okay, Bridie. Bridie, Bridie, like literally the other day, Bridie was like, text me. I'm downstairs. She's like, can you bring toilet paper upstairs? And I'm like, yes. Because I, I know. Let, no, never. And I go, I go, I, I, fucking, I fucking go upstairs to bring her the toilet paper. You're taking a shit, obviously, because you went upstairs to, to use the bathroom. There's a bathroom right next to there's down. You were downstairs. You chose to go upstairs. So clearly, there's, there's other reasons I could go upstairs. Sure, whatever. So you go upstairs to poop. And there's no toilet paper, and you text me to bring it up, and I go to bring it up, and I go to open the door, and you have like rammed your foot against the door, and wouldn't <laughs> let me open it. I'm like, dude, I Leave can't. Leave it outside the goddamn door. I can reach it from the toilet. Unbelievable. I hate it. It's funny because I hate pooping. I hate talking about it. But here's the thing: Todd and I talk about it. It's fucking every morning. It's like, okay, put some music on. I'm gonna go because this apartment's really put small. Some music on. But I don't want to walk in the room. When you're, and Todd says the same thing. He's like, someday we're going to just have toilets that face each other and we'll just hold each other's hands while we poop. I'm like, that is fucking never happening. One yeah, I would welcome that with open arms mm -hmm. in my house. I yeah. hate that. I, I hate it. Man, I lo I'm all about it. Nah. I, when I'm taking a shit and it's like loud, I go, hey, did you hear that? <laughs> yeah, he does that to me. I'll yell at it. Hey, did you hear that? I've done that. Uh, speaking of uh, Kegels, um, strongest vagina. What do you think is the most weight someone lifted and lifting weight using their vagina? 50 pounds. <sighs> I don't know. I'm going to go with 225 pounds. Whoa. Wow. I don't know why, but I, I, I know that vaginal lift weight lifting is a thing. Okay. All right. I'm going to go somewhere between. Let's do 150. 100. Uh. 14 kilograms, which works out to be 30 pounds. Oh, that's... 
I've fucking way overshot that. Wow. Yeah, I think I think because the last two were just so fucking insane. <laughs> yeah. You guys were like seven hundred a car. <laughs> she lifted a Boeing jet with her vagina. It's got to be that. Fifty wasn't that far off. No, that's good. How about this one? Uh, this is a good one for momgasm. Woman with the most children. Oh dang! Uh, I know, I heard this is a sad story. She was in. She uh, was competing oh. for an inheritance, right? No, really. Oh. Valentina like Vasilyeva. Um, this is the woman who was getting fucking slammed in that, <laughs> in, that in that barn. Uh, was a baby making machine who lived in the 18th century. She was also a normal peasant woman in her spare time, but like seriously, she did nothing else. So, how many babies did she bring into the world? <laughs> 69. 18. No. 69. What? Oh, that's so funny. It may seem impossible at first, but not when you add 16 pairs of twins, seven sets of triplets, and four sets of quadruplets. Quadruplets? Ouch. Was someone this feeling. Never uh, that's fucking crazy. What's your source? Uh, this is mtv.co.uk. <laughs> So, uh, I don't know. So it's pretty legit. <laughs> That's like the most it's legit. Like as legit as it can be. One hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's it's a it's an article called uh, Rec- "Record Breaking Sex: Ten Sex Records That Will Make You Think WTF." <laughs> so. Sounds legit. Yeah. yeah. Wow. What were we talking about today that I <laughs> wanted your opinion on? Uh, I feel like, oh, the Viagra thing. Oh, you want to get into that right now? I don't know, man. Maybe no. let's save that for a fucking. I I don't think that's for this conversation. Okay. We got into a bit of a disagreement Moving about on. about potential ad revenue. What do you guys have? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my god! Actually, I want to hear a story from you. Mm, okay. When we were at the panel and we were oh talking yes. about threesomes, you were like, I have got a story for you about threesomes, right? Three thumbs? About three thumbs. Three thumbs. <laughs> I have so many it, it, that it affects my speech. <laughs> uh, did I say that? You fucking yeah, did. Yeah, okay. Because ori- sure. originally the plan was we were going to interview <laughs> y'all about the th- Oh, that's thumbs, right. Thumb, three that's thumbs. what we were going to talk three about thumbs, today. Yeah, that was the plan. Threesomes. But because... I we're interested. Oh. We're like fielding we're in the like fantasy fielding department. You and right. your partner? Yeah. And so it's been this like interesting oh, now I just want to talk about it all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I th- I don't remember what it was that I was gonna tell you, but maybe yeah. it <laughs> might be it might be this. And I think we might have talked about this on our show before. So apologies for anyone who's heard the story before. Um, but uh one of my very first ever sexual experiences was a threesome. Oh, wow. Ever. And uh, and it was a it was a failed attempt at a threesome. It was a threesome that was like very disappointingly foiled. Oh. By famosis. By my own dick. Foiled by my own penis. Oh. So so I, I basically I held this uh, just rager of a party at my house when my parents went away. And I was in grade 11. And there were people. Um, I, when I think back to high school, I really do like picture the sort of like typical um, movie sort of uh, like cliche high school, you know, mm, where it's like, yeah, it's like the yeah. gr- there's, there's the groups of people, you know, it's like the jocks and they hang out here and, and like all those stereotypes were yep. like so fucking hardcore real at Sackville High. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, and I didn't really fit into any of those very specific um, groups of people. I was I was like the I was this floater. I was all over it. I was like best friends with the jocks, but I was you know I was I was funny enough to like be cool with them, but I was also like total fucking theater nerd, and then also kind of you know hung out with with like if you the, were friends with the jocks you wished you were a theater nerd no you dabbled in theater nerd if you were friends with the jocks at my school uh wait wait what do you mean i was a theater nerd the jocks did not we did not that there was no uh, there was a definite do not cross this line yeah and see i was the one that was like i'm i'm gonna i'm breaking all the rules i honestly i i was i was someone va- was laughing at you behind your back oh for sure for sure for sure for sure oh yeah for sure um, yeah, I got like, I think I, I mean, the amount Death of times rest. like someone called me a faggot going to high school was like yeah. several times, but yeah. also it was like by the one guy that just like always took it too far and everybody else in the group was like, oh, shut, like, shut up, Rory. I <laughs> that was a made up name. Obby. Obby. Yeah, <laughs> fucking Obby. Um, so, so yeah, I was like, I was kind of all over the place. I had this fucking massive party and part of having that party was like, I want to just. I want to go down in history at this school for having this wicked party. And it ended up being a really killer party because my dad invested all this money on our back deck. So we had this wicked pool. We had this fucking hot tub. He got in like a car this accident or something. That's why I married him. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. His, ba- his parents' back deck. Yeah, my dad's award-winning, literally Q104 award-winning back deck. What? Um, I had a pool, hot tub, Hot barbecue. tub, pool, barbecue, all that shit. And so we had this rager, a bunch of people came, a bunch of people from grade 12, a bunch of people from grade 10. And there were two uh, grade 10 gals who were like smoking hot. Everybody in the school was like these two. 15. uh, Yeah. They're 15 years old. Totally. But like every, I mean, it's high school. Everyone's legal (laughs) in high school. It's 15 year olds, fucking 15 year olds. Um, And, and they both came and they were also like, they were also the two girls that were, um, like the quote unquote, like the sluts of the high school, right? Like they were known to like, just de- like the rumors would go around. It's like, oh, so and so, like, she definitely like had sex with like fifteen guys from on his farm, like when she went to Ukraine with her family for the summer. <laughs> <laughs> and then they 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 were developed really early. Yeah. Um. So <laughs> they always do. Yeah. Those high school sluts. So they were both at this party, and I don't know. I I don't remember how it started, but I think I. I think I, I just said, like, let's you guys want to go make out in the bathroom? And they were like, yeah. And so we all go to the bathroom. We start making out. And then we all take our clothes off. And then we're like, let's have sex right here, right now. And was this in your parents' bedroom? This was in my ha- my parents' house. Yeah. Basement bathroom. Oh, super small space. Very small. Just enough space for three people to fuck. And I I, I never had sex with anyone I was about to lose my virginity. Oh my I never God. touched a vagina in my life. I maybe touched like two boobs, you know, at this point. Like <laughs> I was related. To I was going to say two different. Or <laughs> like, yeah. uh, just like I like I accidentally like touched my babysitter's boob. Oh, and, like a boob grave. Yeah, it was just like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, I was just at the mall and like some old lady bumped into me. I was like, oh, my God, that was a boob. Um, so like I hadn't had any experience and. This was going to be my first time. And um, one of the two girls uh, basically got her hands and knees. And I went to go have sex with her doggy style. And A, it was like we were, you know, they were 
we were all super drunk. They were yeah. like definitely super dry. There was no lube. I didn't even know like I didn't even know the concept of lube. Like I didn't mm. even realize like you need there needs to be lubrication for this to work anyway. Yeah. And on top of that, my foreskin can't retract over my head. Oh. So famosis, I can't get I can't get the foreskin over the gland the the, the glands yeah. of the penis. Yeah. So I go to like push my non-functioning dick into her dry dry and can't get the fucking thing over my head and i'm like pushing it in and i'm just going oh my god this hurts so fucking bad and i got it like part of the way in and then my dad called the phone was i had a like a, a portable phone in the bathroom so I go, one second, and I pick it up. And my dad's like, hey, what's up? Like, my dad was at another party. He's like, what's up, buddy? Like, how you doing? Uh, I know you got some friends over. Like, how's it going? And I'm like, it's going really good. <laughs> and he's like, oh, great, sweet. Okay, well, we'll be home at, like, you know, 1 o'clock. So have fun. Love you, bud. And I was like, all right, love you too, bye. And I was like, uh, guys, we got to go. I think my parents are coming home. Like, it was like a perfect excuse for me yeah. to go. Yeah. Let's fucking wrap this up. Didn't want to say anything about oh. what was going on. And then the next day, went to school. I remember this guy, Kirk, who fucking went to our high school and he was, he played for like the Mooseheads. Such a, such a guy, <laughs> such a guy. I'm sure he's a sweetheart now, but back then he was, he was a guy, but he, I can't believe I just fucking was about to say, like, Kirk, if you're listening, which I don't know, like, I don't even know you. I'm so sorry. Um, he comes up to me, he goes, dude, sweet. That's all he said. And I was like, what? And he goes. And he just named the two girls. He just said their names and was like, thumbs up and walked away. And I was like, oh, my fuck. This is good. Everyone's going to find out about this. And it became like this fucking thing across the school. So as you could imagine that like that, that imprinted something in me, I think, you know, like there was this exciting thing. It almost happened, but it didn't really happen. But there was still like there was like a, a sort of like. Um like this legendary status that kind of came with it that felt really like really rewarding. And it was this really weird, bizarre thing. And now like literally to this day, I'm fully, fully obsessed, like full on like fetish obsessed with threesomes. So something you do on the regular. I have had, uh, I would say I've probably had like close to maybe almost 20 threesomes. Nice. And so like, yeah, kind of on like a semi-regular, as regular as you can like make it happen. Yeah, because it's kind of hard to get the people to together, right? Unless you're in a triad or... or, Yeah, yeah. it's hard enough to get two people in in the same room at the same time. That's what I had when I was in high school fucking high school man I like know. like Isn't seriously so i had a crazy sex life in high school like i lost my virginity at, uh, at 16 and then i met ollie at 17 and we started dating i think at 18 and between that time i had a lot of partners and actually my first sexual experience was also a fucking threesome mm. which is really weird just brought that memory back um it wasn't like a great fucking thing it was like me and two girls one guy he we had phimosis. Yeah. Wait, you two girls and one guy? That's a force. Yeah. No, no, no. Sorry. Uh, yeah. You sorry. were one of the two yeah, girls. Yeah, yeah. Oh, two gotcha, girls, gotcha, one guy. Gotcha. Um, and then, yeah, we did 69. I don't think there was any pre- penetration. It was, so I didn't lose my virginity then. Yeah, right. Anyway, 
fast forward to my triad. What does that mean? You didn't lose yeah, your virginity like, well, then? There was no penetration? That's, yeah. What is virginity? Yeah. What is virginity? I'm going to look it up. This is a big thing that, yeah, the, I feel like we could also have a big conversation yeah. about this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the triad that I had, it was like me, another girl. My, the girl was my really good friend. She met a guy who was really hot. We all said yes. We were doing this thing for a couple months. It was great. And then it started to get complicated. I'm like, I'm a teenager. Like, I don't have the capacity at this point to really deal with these complex mm. emotions. We're all kind of accumulating in, in this little threesome that, we're, that we have together. And like, they really liked each other. And then me and the girl really liked each other. And it was just too complicated. So I kind of like ducked out really quietly and like let them continue on. And I just was like, okay, like I really like you guys, but like, I'm not going to do this anymore. But like, I don't, when we were talking about threesomes, I was thinking yeah. like, how do you even go about finding well, this is, the other person? Yeah. Right? This is, this is my, my kind of query, or not query, what I'm curious about. One of the many things I'm curious about right now. Because my, my, my sexual history is very, very different. Very different. Yeah. I was not a, a sexual prowess. Neither was I. I was, I didn't, I didn't lose my virginity until I met my husband. Yeah. Fuck. Uh, we weren't married first. How old were you? I think I was, I was 18. Okay. Yeah. I was 18 when I lost my virginity. Yeah. Too. That was my first long-term relationship. First and only. Mm. Still. Mm-hmm. So it's only been in, in probably since having babies that I'm getting really like, hmm. What can we do? And are you looking for? Are you like? Are you curious about threesome with another woman or threesome with another man? Well, this is this is the interesting thing. So it's it had it had come up in our in our relationship before, like early on, pretty fresh out of high school. It was we were both really good friends with the same girl, and he was like coming up and being all teenager, like, hey, I'm gonna broach this this thing and pretend I'm all cool about it, and so he's like what are your uh, thoughts maybe on some threesomes and I'm like uh I don't know I would consider it but I don't I don't know if it's for me and then he suggested this person who also happened to be the twin of the last person he dated <laughs> to which I was like hard no yeah, you're right. a fucking idiot <laughs> yeah, right. no I see what you're doing here so that that was a no and I think that kind of turned me off from the whole Chocolate. idea. Twins, man. What the fuck? Twins are so Identical twins. Yeah. Identical twins, though. Yeah. So he dated her sister. And then I was like, well, now I'm weird about right. us Two hanging people. out. Like, this is strange. <laughs> yeah, right, right. This is just strange. So, yeah, it was, it, was a, it was a hard no. And then as our relationship <laughs> grew, I was super happy being monogamous. And I'm also a very selfish lover. And he's a very giving lover, which is nice. And so we've got this. It's so complimentary. It's wonderful. And so prior, um, when we were younger and he brought up the threesome, it was very much like the, oh, let's get another girl and like all eyes on me thing. Because I think it was very much like what he was seeing in porn and this is what I'm supposed to want, I think. Mm. And so I was like, I don't ever want that. I don't think I want another girl in the bedroom. I'm open to it. But I don't think I do. And then we, I don't, oh, it came up because we were talking about it in our private Facebook group. Oh, yeah. The Den. Right. We, yeah. we did, we tend to do like a weekly live in this community that we have. And we were talking about threesomes. I don't remember if it was the topic. Oh, no. We were talking about fantasies. Oh, yeah. We were, and the medieval fantasy came up. Milk maiden. There it is. 
And then eventually threesomes came up and after. So my husband is always in the hallway walking our like baby up and down the hall. So he can hear half of what we're doing. And then he also tunes in. So he afterwards, I usually will talk about the episode with him because it's been a great way to like spark up our sex life. And like great icebreaker. It's so good. So I was like, hey, like did you hear any of like the fantasies that I shared? Because we don't do sexy talk typically and we don't often have these conversations. And he was like, yeah, I heard one, I think. And I was like, well, what about you? Like, do you have anything? Like, are you still interested in a threesome? And he was like, what are your thoughts on twins? (laughs) Definitely not. (laughs) See, he surprised me because I I was like, oh, is that still a thing? Right. And instead he was like, "Uh, I don't know. I think I'm kind of over it, but I, because I'm super satisfied with you and I don't want or need anything else. And I was like, huh, that's interesting. And then I thought about it for a while and I was like, the only thing that I think could see myself wanting in a threesome is like kind of like you were describing when you're coming that like idea of like everything all pleasure on me like all stimulation points turned on like overstimulated yes please so I'd said this and he was like oh yeah I could get into that he's like with another guy like wait fuck what (laughs) you're okay with that? And he's like, yeah, that'd be fucking hot. Whoa. And so I, it went from this like never going to happen because I don't think we'd want the same thing to like, oh no, he definitely wants the same thing. So now it's like, oh, that's interesting. Okay. And has it gone any further than that? Like, have you guys taken it to the next step of going, all right, if we do want to do this, then what's the next logical step? We've talked about it a I little bit. I know what the next logical step is. What well, is what's your next logical yeah. step? Find a third male who is willing to come sit in the corner and watch you guys. That was. Yeah. And if he gets called in, if you and your partner decide at game time decision that that guy's coming in to like rub your nipples or whatever while your husband's on your pussy, then I think that's how the. the And that's and that's exactly what we had talked about. That was kind of because I was saying I was like, I feel like we need to be easy into this if we're going to do it. I still don't know if I'm open to the idea of like being penetrated by anybody else. And so we've been having all these conversations and it's like every time we talk about it. We both get turned the fuck on, and then we have a whole bunch of sex. So right now, it's, it's serving its purpose. It's serving a great purpose right now. So I'm like, hey, we can milk this even for a really long time, and it's 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 sparking this sex talk in the yes. bedroom now, where he, periodically, ah. periodically, it will be doing something. He'll be like fucking me from behind. He'll be like, oh, and imagine if somebody was touching your clit right now, and I'm like, well. We had that we did, when yeah. we first started having sex. We That's were right. like, I, we would toy around with the idea of mm. this third person, this other, this third party. What would they be doing if they were in the room right now? That's right. It was very erotic. It was, yeah. I'm yeah. super fucking into it right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Good. Milk that. Oh, I am. Milk it all. Yeah. And, and really, really fun. Really, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really fun and interesting to just hear how, um, you know, how. Originally, the idea of talking about sex or, you know, the, like incorporating talk into your sex was something that you you guys uh, stayed away from. Mm. But then as soon as you introduce it, find a way to introduce it yep. where it works. It really works. Well, I think it's the difference of like talking for the sake of feeling you need feeling you need to fill the space yeah. or like sound perform. Right. Yeah, 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 Versus yeah. actually 
engaging conversation that's that's that has a purpose yeah that has a purpose yeah. and mm-hmm. you're both benefiting from rather than like i want to throw some fucking words out there because there's nothing hope, hope they're worse into it than that well like this that is performative okay. thing i yeah. that drives me nuts talk thing, this dirty talk thing in the moment or like like you know like be a dirty slut say the things that like like I, anything i say is gonna i think runs through this filter in my brain between <coughs> thinking it and saying it of like that's gonna sound totally contrived totally <laughs> see uh, yeah, yeah totally I, there you know, are no organic words i make a lot of noise I'm, but yeah. there's no organic words that i'm like i love your car no you know mm. that like feels yeah. legit every every once in a while we'll get like a, a go deeper or like like instructional yeah yes but not and, and that's what I, that's my yeah that's my like i'm all about that you know like the 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 like you feel so good kind of stuff like i i don't i'm not really but that to feels good. yeah oh god don't, daddy oh, god, even, oh, god. oh jesus don't ruin it for me um but like i get bossy like i like yeah. to demand or or command things like telling you tell t- t- i like to tell what to do yeah yeah and like i find well i, I don't know like, i'm not going to speak for my partners but like that turns me on mm, yeah. to hear the sound of my own voice. <laughs> I'm joking. But, Every listener we have is like, uh-huh, we thought so. Yeah. No, but to, to, to actually like to give a command is like that, that turn, that turns me on. And I feel like it, when I'm with people who, who I know that it works for them, like it also, you, like I can see that it also mm. turns them on. So mm-hmm. it's like, it's, it's also like the, the confirmation you can give that's authentic is also really good and most of that mm-hmm. is done through sound mm-hmm. for me too where i don't feel like i need to, to actually put words. words yeah i'm yeah. like i don't it's a dimension right where there are no there no. is no language no yeah. um yeah when you're like when yeah exactly like fuck, or, or, fuck will come out a lot yeah, yes fuck yeah. because yeah. that's right yeah. those or, or like Jesus. yes a yeah. lot of Yes. Calling to the Lord. Yes. One hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. Or like, wow, oh. we. Like, yeah. I have said that before. Wow, we, now we. Only once did that happen. It was after we finished. I was like, wow, we. I stopped. I was like, what the fuck did I just say? I have said to partners yeah. literally. Do not repeat what I said to you when we were having sex. Don't ask me what I meant by yeah, that. Yeah. Don't bring it up or I'll never open my mouth again. Yeah. You know, like don't question that shit needs to exist in a bubble. In a bubble. Yeah. You cannot yeah. question that shit because honestly, like I think the key is to intercepting to fucking gone brain to like yep. mouth without any yeah. self-checking mm-hmm. happening holy mackerel <laughs> like yeah. so exactly. just yeah. i'm on the flip side of this actually ollie and i have recently i say recently i'm gonna say like over the last year have started getting comfortable with dirty talk and this is where i'm coming from i'm gonna get a little bit deep um yes. and instructional i hope <laughs> yeah so <laughs> i find that i was never into dirty talk like never like it was to the point where Ollie couldn't even talk to me the next day about us having sex. Like that, that was even, that was dirty to me. Like even mentioning that we had sex, like it was a, anyway. So over the last year we've been working on it. Yeah. (laughs) It was, it was bad. (laughs) I'll just say this, like my history of sex hasn't 
been the most healthy and there's been a lot of trauma in my sex life. And so I got to a point in my early 20s where I think I said this last episode or one of the episodes that I was developing a phobia of sex. So like thinking about it, like the pre- like the the pressure to perform was debilitating. Like I would mm. I would be paralyzed at night thinking that Ollie would come on to me. So over the last year I've been doing like a lot of Is that where this like you don't make the moves, I make the moves comes from? Because a lot of men have taken the control from me. Right. So now I assert control. Oh, okay. But the flip side of it is that it's kind of gotten unhealthy, whereas yeah. like I'm kind of debilitating Oliver yes. being able to come on to me. Anyway, so dirty talk. We actually like it because I find that it's empowering because mm. before I was literally paralyzed with fear while we were having sex to say anything, even when it was hurting or... I was uncomfortable. I couldn't say anything. I would literally just take it. Now, I, in, and we even discussed prior, like we have, we've had many discussions where we say, okay, this word's okay. Cock's okay. Pussy's okay. Uh, thick is okay. Throbbing's okay. Like we have actually agreed on what words are okay. Oh, cool. This is important yeah. because mm. words, yeah, they really, they play Make a break. Huge, oh yeah. Oh yeah. So we actually had this amazing conversation the other day coming home from Digby. We had a sexcation. <laughs> it was amazing. Fucking had everything to do with Digby. <laughs> fucking Digby. Like the most bougie Airbnb in Digby, like of all fucking places. <laughs> it was a barn. <laughs> <laughs> well played. <laughs> I fucking wish. <laughs> so next Airbnb rental. <laughs> so yeah, we uh, on that ride home, we were like, okay, like... Um, we're really enjoying dirty talk, but I feel like there's some things that we need to like work on, like some words that we need to throw out. And like, he didn't want to say dick anymore. Like he only wants to say cock. Like um, Yanni, we're kind of like, it's weird. I don't like it in the bedroom. Yeah. That's like, if I'm referring to my, my Yoni or my Yanni, it's like, no, that's like my, my self love, self primping, like connect to myself time. Yeah. Uh, Not when I'm sharing. No, no. Pussy is what we, the, the, like the main thing. Like when we are in the middle of it, pussy. So anyway, yeah, I find that dirty talk has actually like empowered me. And like I'm not now at the point after saying, you know, after being comfortable enough to have dirty talk, I'm now comfortable enough to tell him what I want him to do. Mm. And like, and that's huge for me. And I feel like that's huge for a lot of other people. Like a lot of people are not comfortable enough to say, stop what you're doing and do this instead. And like Mm. actually give them instructions. It's hard oh, to say I stop. Doing, I love right? doing that. It feels so good. It really does. Mm-hmm. It's, it's hard to say stop because that feels very uh, abrasive. Abrupt and yeah, exactly. And but yes, the try this. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I I don't know where that information comes from. Yeah. Is the thing is like, how do I know that what I need you to do is make your tongue flatter? <laughs> And slower. Oh yeah. my god! I literally had to say how. How do I know that what I need yep. is for your tongue to move my skin, but your tongue should not really be brushing over my skin? Well, it should be pinning my skin and moving it in a particular way. You know how you do yeah. it. You, you know how you do it. Instead of saying any, look straight up. I, the, here's the fucking answer. What I try to do is grab a head and don't and just and maneuver it. Squeeze it. <laughs> Squeeze it in. No, right there. Yeah. Squeeze yeah. it. No, you just you say you and you don't even have to say no, or you don't have to say wait, stop, or you know, all you have to say is it's yes and yes. Now mm. do this. Yeah. Like so so 
you give you're going yes yes i this is exactly where i want you to be yeah you don't have to describe i don't want you to be doing that yeah yes you're there now do this yes now or yes and yep it's all, yes it all it and. all ties back to fucking improv man i'm telling you yes, yes and, what's and up? is the most drama nerd drama nerd drama nerd drama nerd the person who who turned me on to john wyland was a drama nerd would always be like what you're saying is yes but but what you mean is yes and yes man and that's super fucking powerful. Maybe mm-hmm. you should break this down for people because I don't think everybody that knows what yes and means. Well, it's the golden rule for a reason. Like that, I mean, in, in, uh, do you mean like right now? What's yes and? Yes and. In, so in, in improv, which yeah. is a form of like theater performance, you know. Which is important because creativity and sexuality come from the same place. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And so if you ever go see like an improv performance or like really good people who people who are very good at improv, mm. you know, watch any sort of watch any sort of like uh, Judd Apatow film or, or Will, Will Ferrell. He's amazing for it. Right. Like or or any podcast like comedy podcasts with like really good comedians that are riffing off each other. Yeah. Uh, you'll never you'll never hear comedians have an offer where someone says something to them. You Actually, you know, a good example of this is Picnic Face. Go watch. Yeah. Like go watch Mark Little and Andrew Bush. Um, actually, seriously fucking do this. Go watch Mark Little and Andrew Bush, um, doing a, they do this little like, um, uh, promo piece for their show Cavendish. And it was like, it was, they're in a white room and they're basically there to like describe their show for people and they start talking back and forth. And what you're going to notice is one of the two of them will say something to the other and you will never hear the other person go, uh, no, that's not what's happening. This is what's happening. Yeah, it's always going to be, it's always that's going to be, that's not what I'm doing. That's not what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like you, they give some sort of, like they offer something up and, and say something that obviously is not like clear the case They're mm-hmm. they're doing a skit, but the response is always going to be yes. And in some way, it doesn't have to be that, that fuck those two fucking words, yeah, but yeah, it's, yeah, it I is a, you. it is a, an affirmation of, of yes, I agree with what you were saying right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to, I'm going to elaborate on that or I'm going to, I'm going to build on, upon what you just mm, said to me. Mm-hmm. And then in response the other person, they're going to do the exact same thing. They're going to go, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what else? And it just continues it the scene the forward. It continues. To, it, as soon as someone says no, yeah. it shuts yeah. down. It shuts right? the whole fucking scene down and it yeah. just becomes, yeah, you, you get lost. And so it's the, I mean the same thing with, with, I guess you could say the same thing with the sex. It's like, yeah, let's yes. continue. And yes, you yeah. never because saying no or changing it is almost like sh- it's the same feeling of shaming. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's the same feeling of being like, "What you said wasn't good or wasn't right. the right thing to say." <laughs> it's going whatever you say. I'm gonna take it and we're gonna move it forward. No, I, I mean it's rejection. Yes. Yep. And yeah. And also, how is it not? Well, I, I think I think you know it also depends on on like if you're in a. If you're in a very like dom sub scene, right? And you know it's like depends on the situation. Yeah, if, if you're dominatrix and you're you're working with a client, like mm-hmm. you're probably gonna be saying no, no a fuckload yeah. and yeah. going no, yeah. no 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 like yeah. get down on your knees. You're not <laughs> don't do not stand <laughs> yeah. up. You know you're not allowed to stand up. like that kind of thing. Yeah yeah. But I mean in in terms of like just a a casual mm-hmm. uh, maybe not so kink kinkified like love scene. Uh, yes and. There's definitely something to that because there there have been moments recently where I've been like, 
what's this new sexual situation? Mm. And being like, mm. I want to be with my partner in this m- watching porn together for the first time, let's nice. say. Nice. And be like, oh, that's such an odd. Like, anytime I've ever watched porn when I'm jerking off, it's always been like, click, uh, no, and find the next thing, click, and no. And so to do that with another fucking person, right. level, it's not Netflix. It's not, you know, Amazon. It's like, Hover over that image for a second. <laughs> yeah. See what they, the other day, kind of do. The other day, you and I were watching like some video, and after you were like, you know what? That was actually I. I it was hard for me to like be into it because the whole time I was wondering what you were thinking about it. Like I was wondering like if you were judging this thing, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh yeah, yeah, I get how like how that you might feel that when you're watching something that you feel a really particular way about with someone, you really want to make sure like they love it, but mm. in case maybe it makes them feel weird. And so you're taken out of the experience. Dude, that fucking happens every time I go to watch porn with a partner. It's because I'm scrolling through and I'm going, oh, but what if I choose something that they don't like? Yeah. And I just start it's like weird. judging my own fucking like likes and dislikes in porn. It's weird. And I only ever really watch porn when I'm masturbating to get they're qu- more quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then... It's an efficiency thing more than a... I'm just going to sit here yeah, and enjoy like porn. This. I enjoy yeah. this. Yeah. No, and so eventually it's like, hopefully my partner and I are just going to be fucking and not paying attention to the porn. You know, we both yeah. like... Mm-hmm. We both, this was our access point to it, but we're not just both jerking off to the porn. We're now... We're, we're in this together. <laughs> that sounds fun, though. Yeah, but it's funny because we recommend it to people sometimes to watch porn with your partner if yeah. you are like yeah. you know trying to get turned on at the same time and it's trying like to plant a seed. it does work but it was good to do to be like oh it's actually super fucking awkward sometimes <laughs> can yeah, yeah. Like, oh, do you like this I feel see, this is this is why this is why i feel like the, um porn like porn hub porn or like like you know the you porn like that mm. shit isn't great for that whereas the things like um erica lust yeah maybe erica lust but i was thinking more of like four chambered hearts where it's Mm, like i haven't gotten into it man it's fucking crazy like it's not porn to sit and jerk off to Mm -hmm. it's porn to sit and watch and go fuck this is like weird and beautiful and like the the cinematography is like you you get caught in the in the art of it Mm -hmm. and but but while you're doing that you're like Oh my god, I'm hard as a rock. Where did that come from? Like, yes, you know, it's and like that's you... what on our last last episode when we were talking about Black Mirror. Mm. That's what I was feeling at the beginning of that episode. I was like, "Fuck yes, mm. the chemistry between these actors yeah, yeah, is yeah. fucking Are sensational." You... The first episode yeah. of last season, I was like, "Yes, please." I was yeah. <laughs> I it and then we talked about it on our last podcast. I've already fucking discussed how I, I didn't feel like the Avatar. A uh, couple had the same chemistry. No. It didn't work for me. Yep. You agree. Same. Thank I 100% agree. I was like, eh. Yeah. Eh. And it was supposed to be the remarkable sex. The yeah. sex that like made them question all their ethics. Yeah. That's it why work for like, me. like the build up to the yeah. moment when they finally connected. I was like, huh. But at huh. the end of the episode, I was very happy because I was like. The couple, right? the couple comes out on top because yeah. they alert. are still fucking sexy. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can put that in there. You know what was weird? I actually started a petition a few years ago to <laughs> put... <laughs> I know. Right? Why is it funny like, already? I don't know. Because <laughs> I'm like, where is this coming from and where is this going? <laughs> it's actually like this weird thing that like I can't believe that I did all these years ago. 
But <laughs> I was like, this was actually, it was when I would come to this building for fucking therapy. Um, Coming full circle, friends. Right? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Memory lane. I, anyway, I, st- I, I had this like idea to put almost like a warning label on like Pornhub before you like enter it or like something just to say like what you're viewing is not realistic sex because I was getting so upset with what we were learning from pornography because most Mm -hmm. of us that's our education that's our sexual education and I started to find all these amazing websites called Make Love Not Porn and like oh, Erica yeah. Lust. Yeah. Make Love Not was Porn like, was our very sec- first our episode. Our very first episode. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah. yeah. I listened to that. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, yeah, that um, I was actually, I was like interviewed by like CTV or something like a few days after I started it. And well, I was that's like, a, it's a really, I mean, amazing idea. Did that, how, did that not pick up traction? So Were what? you the one who came up with this? I was the one that came up with it. Dude, that's a fucking brilliant idea. Yeah, and I didn't really know what to do with it because at the time, I just wasn't a good headspace to kind of take this forward. And people were saying, you're going to have to get a lawyer if you want to do this and like all these other routes. And I was like, fucking Jesus, like, I don't think I can fucking do this. I can't handle it. But I was like, but why don't we have this? And like, I mm. still really heavily believe in this because the conversation is is really blowing up that, yeah, pornography is an education for so many of us. And we grow up thinking that women want it all the time and they're Mm. ready all the time. You just have to put it in and they're going to love it. You find the hole and you're good. Find the hole and you're good. And there's all these horrible little scenarios that we, 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 we watch and we say, why, why am I not achieving this in my reality? Am I Mm. not good enough? Am Right. Or why am I not enjoying this when I'm practice like playing it out in reality? Right. Yeah. Right. Because that that was like the beginning of my sexual relationship. Although my partner is like very giving and understanding, it's just it's what we knew. So we were like, oh, so this is what we do, I guess. Yeah. And I the entire time, like for months and months and months, probably even years, I was like, I don't understand why I don't like this. Aren't I supposed to like this? Right. And then you get into faking orgasms and the whole nine yeah because i don't know about you guys but like i started watching pornography pretty young like i watched uh, pornography for the first time when i was 18 wow i'm actually telling a story at a storytelling event next week oh yeah and that's uh that's like half of the story is first first time i ever came across porn uh i was six and it was yeah but it was a stack of magazines in the woods in a plastic sobeys bag Oh, that's ooh, yeah. that's a deep seated memory. Like yeah. I can already see, like six years old stumbling oh, yeah. on that. Oh yeah, it was a fucking ja- it That'd was a jackpot. Burn. Yeah. Okay, and my brain is like my child is four. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I didn't yeah. have this. Yeah. I have. Oh, I guarantee you, absence of porn in my sexual education. So many fucking people I've talked to go, "Oh my god, yeah, the plastic bag of porn." Right. Like it's like yeah. a, it's like a, a, it's a coming of age <laughs> tale. Yeah. Uh, um, and then and then after that, it was like uh, it was horny dot com. I was at my friend AJ's house, yep. and he he had internet. Internet wasn't like a house, like a common household amenity, like for long yeah. at this point. And he, he we, we were like at school, uh, and it was recess, and he was like, uh, "Hey, after school day, you got to come to my house. I got to show you something. Like you're not gonna believe it until you see it." And I was like, "All right, what is it?" And he was like, "Do you know what horny is?" And I was like, uh, "No, I do not." <laughs> And so later that day, we went straight to his house, down to his basement, and he was like, all right, here we go. Horny. 
dot com. And I actually looked it up the other day because I was like, fuck, I haven't been to horny.com since I was like 10. It doesn't exist anymore. But what happened was it was a it was like a um, uh, like a an animated scene of like a cityscape looked like Gotham or something. And, but but there was like all these neon signs and like there was a neon sign that just said tits and like one that said cock and like one like wet pussy and like you would click the signs yeah, and it would take exciting. you to these like these it was just images it was just like just pictures but and I was I was like ten wow isn't that fucked up like yeah so crazy to think Alexis you guys got four, kids right yeah. yeah. I've got two oh, yeah. boys. And, you, and, and here's the thing. like, at, This was the early ni- late 90s, oh, like, early 2000s. You would have sniffed that shit out. Yeah. The, today? Oh, no. It's everywhere. Kids are spoiled. So, so accessible. Easy. Yeah, so accessible. So accessible. And pick up mommy's iPad. Kids, pick up mommy's iPad. Go to horny.com. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, they don't have access and can't spell. So we're good there. We're good there for you now. You one of those bands of spelling words into their like, teenage years. <laughs> They're like, no, Why? they got it. They got spelling. They know what you're saying. Holy fuck. Yeah, no. But like, Did you watch This Is 40? I feel like this is like, like <laughs> they, they do that, that they pull that gag in it. They're like, you know, My like. F U C K. My mom still does this. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure I, this came out a few years ago, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is 40. Paul yeah. Rudd. It is yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. so Paul funny. Rudd. He's one of the funniest. Oh, I would Paul marry Rudd. him. I I, ditto, ditto. I, I <laughs> have the, Jesus. What was that? I'm getting attacked by like a fly. <laughs> <laughs> Office fly. You're very stoned. <laughs> yeah, that's just the Office weed. Fly. That is true. <laughs> However, there was something. <laughs> At least I believe there was. <laughs> <laughs> Just talk to me about Paul Rudd. Yeah. No, but so for the longest time, like one of the movies that my husband and I bonded over and like built our relationship on was I Love You Man no. because of God, Paul so Rudd. Yep, yep. Yeah. That was all, all of our inside so jokes were just one-liners from yeah. that. Like that was uh, it. I think my favorite Paul Rudd is him in Wet Hot American Summer. <gasps> oh, my God. Yeah, when he's going to pick uh, up the shit. <laughs> okay, this, oh let Jeremy explain it, but then just know that you need to go watch it and know that this is Jeremy Saunders. <laughs> go. Dude, and yeah. go. Explain the scene. I don't even remember what it was. Something fell on the floor. They're in the fucking cafeteria. The cafeteria. They're Did all camp it? counselors. He's a camp counselor. I don't know who else is there with him, but he, like, fucking makes a goddamn mess. And they're uh, like, fly. hey. Someone, oh, there it is. Fuck oh, yes. Hey, there it is. Vindicated. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt you. <laughs> Squirrel. <laughs> More so, I, I yes. needed to confirm that I was not making this shit up. It's so funny. It was in your eyeball, I thought. <laughs> um, anyway, Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. It, but, say whatever. Just go you watch got, the movie. Go watch it. Just go watch the movie. It's a beautiful moment. Yeah. Think about Jeremy when you're watching it because... <laughs> That's uh, you know what, Bride? Man. I take that as the biggest fucking compliment, and I love you so much. Thank you so much for saying that. You know that what? Me. Thank you. I'm going to assume you took out the garbage last week, and that was amazing. I sure did. Oh. Congratulations did. on being the best. And I cleaned the whole partner. fucking house like a maniac. Yeah. You're I wiped down floorboards, man. Twice wow. yearly. Yes, twice right. yearly, this man. That's amazing. Cleans yeah. deeply. Deep. Deeply. Deep. Deep. <laughs> It's it from deep. it's it's literally for my. It w- takes him a full health. day, and and then it's like, he is like, this has never been done before. <laughs> yeah. And then I, I am a pioneer shit, shit on of the floor. my own home. 
Why is so clean? Later, I gotta I'm fuck like, it up. You know what? The garbage still needs to go out. Actually, uh, every week it needs to go out. And you're like, I did it so hard. I did it enough to last a whole year. I took the garbage I do this out, thing out where I go, so hard. Just dust my hands off. Well, I'm done forever. Uh, is there anything else you guys uh, wanted to well, jump into? This is fun. I know. we got to do this again. It's definitely a recurring thing. Right? Yeah. I think yeah. so. Yeah, I think we should make it a, you know, a, we should do it as recurring as I take out the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> twice a year? <laughs> yeah, yeah, twice a year. <laughs> um, I'll call you every week. I'll be like, it happened. You and us next Monday. We're fucking on. Do you guys want to do you guys want to do like a, 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 a collective closeout of the show? A collective mm. closeout? Oh. <clears throat> Them already. <laughs> <laughs> no, just meet us in the den. Always meet us in the den. Go to Instagram. Follow us on Instagram. Momgasm Podcast. And this is fun. I'm usually the one closing. I know. Out. This is really weird. I've never done this before. I know. <laughs> but I feel like I have You're to. You're stepping into the masculine. You're in the feminine. Right? Because I'm fucking high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Feminine is very high. Yeah. It is. It, cannabis is a feminine plant. I agree. Yeah. Yes, and and uh, uh, while you're at it, while you're doing that, uh, head on over to iTunes and make sure you go to Momgasm and give them a like and a rating and a review. Can you speak to why ratings and reviews are Please. so important? Yeah, because so basically, like, if you go, if I looked at, uh, if I went on Libsyn, which is our like our our host server, like how we push all of our podcasts out, um, you can find stats on where people get their podcasts, like where they're downloading them from. It's like 95% comes from Apple Podcasts. Yep. So iTunes is like the home of podcasting. And then you've got your Spotify's and there's people out there that listen to like, you know, whatever, like iHeartRadio or fucking mm. whatever. Um, but but really like uh, Apple right now, as it stands, is the go-to spot for most people who listen to podcasts. So, so if I go to, if I'm like, what's a podcast I can listen to that's sex positive if you, and what, it's yeah. going to teach me about sex and totally. I go to if you Apple, went to Apple Podcasts and you searched let's say positive? let's say you searched like um, premature ejaculation because you want to learn about more about that is there anything on that on podcasts I bet you it so if you have more if you're if you're more like high on the ratings mm. Or you got a lot of reviews. Someone will be like, you want to know this thing? You should listen to this podcast. That's right. And yeah. also, there's this whole, like, sort of billboards chart on there. And and those rating and those reviews. And also, really, like, even more important than those, the subscribe button. Yeah. Those lift you up that list. Mm -hmm. So the higher you, you are. So other people can find your podcast. That's right. yeah. If they yeah. need that's it. Right. And so that's why it's super important, if you haven't done it, to go do it yeah. now. Because it's it's not for us. It's for other people who need to know what yeah. we're talking about. That's right. Because it's helpful information. And yeah. also, like, look, there's a lot of Halifax listeners. If you're in Halifax, you should be doing this anyway just to support fucking Halifax. Right. Momgasm from Halifax. Feel that. Yep. Turn me on Halifax. You know what I mean? So yep. go on over there. Uh, do that. And if you if you want to support uh, 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 Turn Me On, we're on Patreon. You can go over to patreon.com slash turn me on. And uh, there's some fun perks you can get there. We just we just printed off our first piece of merch for uh, one of our patrons. I'm That's really exciting. About it. I feel very validated a as a designer because I designed the sweater. Awesome. And it's just a sweater, but like I designed well, it. Well, we might have one to show people at our live show we'll in Toronto. Have, I, I think like I'm going to wear the shit out of it. Um, and oh yeah and we're gonna be in Toronto uh, so come come grab tickets if they're still available uh, and we'll see your sweet asses there other than that 
That's all I got. Oh, can I mention one more thing before I forget about it? We actually have a super fun event that's happening. We do. We have an Unleash Your Sensual Self retreat happening. It's ladies only. Mm -hmm. Uh, So you got to have a a uterus Mm -hmm. to come. Yeah. Vagina. That's the only criteria. That's pretty much the only criteria. Yes. Okay. Um, But it's going to be yoga and art and movement and lots of good stuff. This is happening September 27th to 29th. Perfect. The weekend after my. I was going to say, you have one coming up too. Yes. Oh my God. (laughs) Is it at Windhorse? It's at Windhorse. Is yours at Windhorse? It is. Oh, fuck. Stay the whole week. Oh my God. Oh, yeah. That would be amazing. That's good shit that's happening. Right? That's awesome. So I I think that like creativity, sexuality, if you like. It's, mm-hmm. it's got a new bridge. It's got yep. a new thing moving forward. Yep. It's like, okay, let's, let's come on. We need the creativity in general in the world as it's moving forward. We need the femininity. It's all moving at the same pace. Let's get together and let's fucking workshop it. Yeah. Uh, before we close this out, this was a question that came up earlier. I just want to put it virginity? to bed. What is virginity? I looked it up according to the Oxford Dictionary. According to the Oxford Dictionary. It is a noun, pronounced virginity. Noun. It's a personal place or thing. The state. I know it's from Mad Libs. I was just. (laughs) The state. Which you can play with Google. It is the state of never having had sexual intercourse. Now, what is intercourse? Now, what is sexual intercourse? Well, sexual intercourse is a noun. Oxford Dictionary. I used to get off to reading this definition. Sexual contact between individuals involving penetration, Mm. especially. Especially, 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 not exclusively, not exclusively, the mm. in, 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 insertion of a man's erect penis into a woman's vagina. So it could be fingers in a vagina. Totally. So you're right. Could be penis. So in but a this I lost my virginity in that threesome. You, you yeah. shit. And so did you. If you got your penis halfway in. Yeah, I mean, I definitely lost my virginity that night. Wow. Uh, yeah. Wow, guys. And then, like, loony. two I weeks later, got my dick snipped. Best thing ever. Did you guys hear the story? I yeah. yeah. Yeah, I did. Yeah. He immediately was like, "I was like, that fuck. threesome fucked <laughs> immediately. shit up. I'm getting my dick snipped." Yeah, <sighs> that's actually a conversation that we need to have on the podcast. There's a whole community of people out there that are like super Should anti-circumcision. I? No, 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 no. Like hardcore circ- anti-circumcision, mm. wow. and uh, which, like, fair enough. Mm-hmm. Anti, you know, it's mutilating. Anti- it's it's anti-body modification fly. without, in like. Permission. It would never fly mm. if it was of a, a clitoris. They, they would which, never be like. Well, in fact, it, we are against that. They, they, that is a thing. That is a thing yeah. in, in some yeah. countries, and it's it's very it's very frowned upon. However, here's the thing: is that there's within this community that are like anti circumcision. They're also like super body shaming people who are circumcised. Yeah, and I'm like, guys, fuck off. There's some people that they're like, yeah. sure, don't circumcise your baby. Because God said so. That's yeah. fucking dumb. Yeah. But also, don't shame the boy who couldn't get his penis inside the, the vagina during the threesome. Right. Yeah. You know? Anyway, whatever. Well, Your circumcision has served you very well. Yeah. <laughs> and let me tell you, it fucking looks good. <laughs> God did a good job. Oh, All right. God. Uh, that is it for this week. Until, Until next, next week. week. Go fuck your fucking self. Go fuck self. yourselves. Go fuck your uncircumcised. Okay, wow. Yes. Jesus Christ. <laughs>
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 